Hello? Hello? <laughs> it's Let's Gossip! <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> well, what's up, snitches? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. This week, we are diving into another Bachelor in Paradise recap. We are getting to the end, people. And for Gossip of the Week, we are going to talk about a few Bachelor updates that we have, and then we're going to dive into all the drama surrounding Kylie Swim. Let's get into it. All right, guys, we've been gone for, it feels like forever, mm-hmm. I will say that. And we're juggling. We're we juggling are. a lot. We've said it a hundred times. You guys know we got a nine to five out here and not just a nine to five, mm-hmm. uh, insane traveling yes. life a part of that as well. So bear with us as we do our best out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And you know what? We have been consistent queens for over a year. <laughs> Mind you, at the same time, we have now implemented vlogging. YouTube, so, baby. If, when we're on a trip, if we can't get the podcast out, we can't record that week, we are recording our trips and we're making little vlogs for YouTube. We've got two videos out. Potentially, by the time you guys hear this, we might have our third vlog out. I'm um, pumped to see it. Seth edits the vlogs. Mm-hmm. I edit the podcast. And I have just been loving watching these come out. And take it easy on me, you know? I'm not some <laughs> big creative director out here. Never edited a single video in my life. So uh, honestly, though, they are turning out really well. And no, they're turning out good. Hey, I never said I was an expert. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to build, you know, a base level to grow on mm-hmm. and where we can eventually hire that part. Yes. When, you know what? We're also trying to spread our wings, be really fully rounded as a, <laughs> as a podcast. As a content creator, yes. you could say. We're going to try to put our, our podcast episodes, like fully record them video and put them on YouTube as well. We're figuring out the adapters and the electronics that go into that. So this time today, and on top of what I look like at the moment as well, my acne's flaring up <laughs> that we said scratch it, but it will be coming soon. We're going to test it out and we will keep you guys posted. Then you guys can see all the facial expressions. In our that- glory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's dive into Bachelor in Paradise. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to quickly point this out. Brendan from Paradise, Brendan and Piper, you know him all too well, just found out that dude tried to be a little actor, a little actor action. He posted a monologue on YouTube. You guys got to go watch it. It's making me cringe. How long ago? What year was that posted? Five years ago. Okay. Do you think it's that good to where he's not cleaning out these drafts, these posts from years ago? We will find them. Oh, absolutely. Which scares me because if we're ever to the point where people care enough to really deep dive into our old shit, I got to do some deep cleaning on Lord knows. But Brendan, you already gave me the ick and now I'm beyond uncomfortable. Yeah. Because he's being play, trying to play like a serious role of no, like absolutely. losing his mind. 100%. Mr. Tough Guy. Ew, <laughs> gross. Yeah, you got to see it. <laughs> okay, so now let's dive into the goods. Obviously, we didn't cover last week on Paradise, but we are just going to assume you guys all watched and we're kicking it off this week, recapping Tuesday night's episode. So we're starting off strong with Ivan and Aaron. Let's get our facts straight here. <laughs> so... At the moment, Aaron is pissed off because Ivan 
you know, he did not have anyone lined up to give him a rose. He knew he was going to probably go home by the next rose ceremony. And he's specifically telling Aaron how, yeah, he's not going to like take anyone's rose. You know, he's just kind of going to ride this one out and see what happens. And not really, he doesn't have any other connections on the beach. He tells this to Aaron's face. And then right in front of Aaron, a couple minutes later, goes and pulls Chelsea, who is like coupled up with Aaron. And Ivan, crucial point, Ivan is the one that pulled Chelsea to go for a chat and immediately starts telling her like how that he's into her randomly all of a sudden. And it's like the fact that Chelsea even started the conversation with saying how much of like friends they are and how they're such a bro. Like that's how much it was like, no, Ivan, you never saw a connection with her. She never once got that inkling from you. And then he obviously starts making out with her in front of Aaron. I'm on, I was on Aaron's side where I'm like, why would Ivan tell Aaron, I'm not going to steal anyone's rose. I'm not interested in anyone. And then immediately turn around and do the opposite thing. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And so Aaron, you know, he can't control his emotions. So he pops off on Ivan and they were like making out. They're chest to chest, lips to lips, essentially out here. And nothing I hate more than when guys do that. Yes. You know, at like the UFC fights, they always do that. They always get up right in each other's face. And it's like, I hate the way that Aaron fights. I I truly, I like Aaron a lot. And not that I am in love with Ivan, but it's like, especially after this episode. Yeah, new. Um, but something about the way that Aaron fights grosses me out to the next level. Yeah. Like when he's like, your lips quivering, bro. That's embarrassing. It's like, no, it's not. And also. And that's the same way with when he talks about people he doesn't like or that he's arguing with. When he talks about them, it's just an extra. He dramatizes it. One more time where he's like, horrible person. Ew, they're the most disgusting, vile human on earth. And I'm like, really? That, they're. That's the like the words you chose for them in this it's little always tip. so dramatic. Yes, so dramatic. And as if everyone is hurting him and as if he has not done anything. And it's like, I won't forget about you making out with Serena when you were with Tammy, Aaron. I won't. Because it's like, he gets so butthurt when anybody does that. Yes. Like when Tammy went to Thomas and then she got dumped on her birthday. It's like, well, karma told you. Like, as if he didn't do the exact same thing a week prior. Exactly. And then the same thing with Ivan. It's like, I do get it because it's down to the end. Like, uh, anybody would be annoyed. But it's like, don't act like this isn't the show, dude. And oh, don't totally. act like and you didn't do this yourself. And that's why, like, his fighting... Like, his fighting style is, like, not great because if he would have... Like, the reason he's actually mad is is a reason anyone would be mad. If the fact that, why would you tell me you weren't going to do that and then you did it? Exactly. Like, that's what he's pissed about. I, who cares if you're stealing a girl? It's paradise, whatever. But don't tell me one thing and do the opposite. Like, 100%. that's what he should have led with. And that's that should have been the only point he was making because he doesn't like Chelsea that much. He's not actually mad that she was making out with someone else. He's just mad about the principle of it with Ivan. 100%. And then when they're going at it, you know, it's like you got Ivan's posse over here with like Riley and Damar. And then you have Aaron over here. And Aaron's like, if she would have asked you to talk, I would have said yes too. And then Ivan goes, she did ask me to talk. Chelsea pulled me. And then Aaron And that just, was the turning point where everyone was like on Ivan's side of there. Like, well, everyone was like, oh, well, if Chelsea asked Ivan, then yeah, Aaron can't be mad. You know, everyone believed that one point that really dug Ivan a hole. Yeah. And because, that's just, Riley was pissed too. Oh it's yeah. Like, let, at least let me know about the lie. Riley at the end was so upset because he's like, I, I like believed what my buddy was saying. I, you, I was believing you when you were saying that to everyone saying that like you pulled her all that stuff right. or that she pulled you, you know, it's like, why are you lying? felt bad for Aaron in that moment just because you could tell that like they were he really him. had yeah that he, one he was losing you know it's like they got him in a 
pinch there yes. when he <laughs> found out that Chelsea asked him, even yes. though that all turned out to be a fucking lie. Literally the lie. That's why I'm like, no way. So then everybody on the beach is like, Chelsea pulled Ivan. Chelsea pulled Ivan. Chelsea pulled Ivan. And then and Chel- even James, who was like good friends with Aaron, and is yeah. telling, he's like, you know what, Aaron? Like, I got your back, but like, once <laughs> I heard that like Chelsea pulled Ivan, it's like, you know, we can't really be that mad. And the whole time Ivan is lying about this. And I'm sitting there too being like, he's lying. (laughs) So like Chelsea walks up to the group of girls. She has no idea all this is going on. And I liked the way that Natasha brought it up to her. Cause it wasn't like, cause my boyfriend made a good point watching it. That Chelsea could have been lying saying that like, no, he pulled me when really she pulled him. He's like, how do they know who's telling the truth at this point? But the way that Natasha laid it up and teed it up to Chelsea was like, not as in like, did you, who pulled who? Right. Like pressuring it. It was like, so here's what's going on. You know, then we found out, you know, that um, you were pulling him. It was in casual conversation explaining right. it. And she stopped her in the middle of the sentence. was like, wait, no, I didn't, I didn't pull him. He pulled me. Right. You know, so it, was, it's like, it was a genuine thought she had of like, no, that's incorrect. Right. It wasn't like she was put on the spot and it's yeah. like, do I lie or Planting not the lie? seed yeah. like of being like, this is the big issue. It was just nonchalant. Totally. And that's the best way to do it. 100%. <laughs> it's like, let's see that reaction, yeah. baby. So then Aaron pulls Chelsea right after Chelsea finds us out, Aaron pulled her and they go and talk on the day bed. And he's like, so here's like what's been going down. And he's like saying that. And she goes, let me just make something clear. I didn't pull him. Yeah. And Aaron's face was like, okay, well, <laughs> cause he felt he that was, was so the, embarrassed. That was the one, the one item out of the entire thing that, that is what was the deciding factor for everyone to on whose side they're on. 100%. And it was a lie. And so Aaron's like, game on. Now I can milk that butter. <laughs> so then after that, Chelsea goes and talks to Ivan and it's just like, Ivan is immediately getting caught in his lie. He's like, no, and I didn't say that you pulled me. I said that maybe I had some interest in you and maybe you had some interest in me. And da, 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 da. I'm just he, like, you are literally so caught as if there's not cameras surrounding you from every angle. That's what I'm saying too. It's like, dude, this is all going to come out that it's you lied. It's more embarrassing that you're lying. Yeah, it's really embarrassing And that he lying. was continuously lying. And he was only using that lie to win the argument against Aaron. Did and he not think like, especially when like that one point was such a big blow up of like, I should probably think about what my excuse is going to be when Chelsea finds out. Like, right. are they not thinking we're all going to see this? Yeah, exactly. And I've been like, no, no, I never said that. Well, I, told I, you. I said, well, oh, it I was, was like, all about like, I didn't know that I had interest in you that maybe you could potentially reciprocate. I'm just like, Ivan, cram And that right there that is when I'm like, everyone sit the fuck down. We're <laughs> doing this together. And everyone say, because everyone will call out who's lying on what. Yeah, exactly. After all of that, Chelsea stayed with Aaron and Ivan. We moved on to some bigger problems with that dude. I thought that it really couldn't get worse for Ivan. Yeah. And the ick I had towards him. It made me so uncomfortable when I see people in these lies like this. No. Of like, dude, that's bad. It's, <laughs> it's literally, so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And it's like, I mean, I wouldn't classify Ivan as a liar. No. But it's like, you just got caught in your lie and that's embarrassing. I feel like, I mean, like everyone kind of does, like white lies here and there, but it's like- He just lied to win that against Aaron. That's what he does, I feel like. And I don't think he's ever like learned his lesson of like biting him in the ass. Right. And he's like, no, I can just kind of keep weaseling it around. Like, no, it's going to come to the surface. If any place on earth had come to the surface, it's probably here. Yeah, exactly. So then we move on to the rose ceremony and no. this is where shit gets weird because Wells comes out and it's very, he's, he's definitely giving me very much principal vibes yeah. getting called to the office. Well, I'm like, okay, if it's not something serious, like this has to be a prank before he spit it out. Cause I'm like, there's no way Wells is being this serious of like, you got anything you'd like to tell me? 
I think it would just now be better if you time. confessed to me and had full honesty. And Ivan is sitting there shitting bricks. And what's cracking me up is all of the contestants like analyzing their body language. Well, Ivan's using yes. a lot of hand signals and look at him touching he his face. He looks like he's explaining something. <laughs> so then we find out after Ivan, I guess, tells Wells or Wells like gets it out of him that he looked at a producer's phone. The night prior when they all got moved to that hotel, this is all happening. The thing with making out with Chelsea on the beach and the whole nine yards. This is before. And so Ivan looked at one of the producer's phone and saw that Alexa from Peter's season, which I had to look her up. I didn't really remember her, but as soon as I looked her up, I remembered her. Um, that she was staying in a different hotel room and he saw the number of the hotel room and he went and they essentially did something. They mm-hmm. either hooked up, they hung out, either he way they were breaking the rules. And what's funny is like, while he was explaining what happened to Wells, I'm like, we have all we've seen this episode is how much he is constantly spinning things and white lying about things that honestly don't even need to be lying about that just bite him in the ass where I'm like, he could be also... When, when he's talking, like, you are also probably fibbing and twisting yeah. a lot of these things. And I could tell he was trying to, like, think of a lie on the spot right. when it came to the producer's phone. Totally. How did you figure out her room number? Yeah, he's Everyone's like, like, how did he figure it out? And he's like, he kept going back. Like, he was, that's what he does when he, like, is lying. Backtracking. He's like, yeah, backtracking, stuttering. And he's like, you know, I, I had a producer's phone. It was just laying there open for me. Just wide open. Right, the, like, it was just a screenshot. So the producer's phone, fully unlocked for how long? Is there not an auto lock on that? And then second... And they just happen to have up the girl that you are most interested in, hotel room number, sitting right slab dab in front of your face, like wide open for you. Yeah. You're lying. And even if it was right there in front of you, it's like, dude, you can't. You just can't. And it's like, I think you got it. But no, be honest. You snooped through their phone or they got it. It wasn't just up on the screen. No. You snooped. You Or they gave you their phone. And now you have to like be like, don't. they probably were like, don't tell anyone that I let you through, go, like, right. see it from my phone. So you got to be like, you snooped through someone's. But then it was unlocked. Either way, if he's telling the overall truth, I feel like the details, he's always fibbing. Yep. Definitely. Nothing good coming out of that. And then fucking Wells, mate, he goes, I think it'd be really good, Ivan, if you <laughs> if you told everyone, the whole group right now, while they all have are absolutely hating you, go up there in front of everyone and on live TV and really just air it out. You have to do it. Yeah. I would have been like, no, I'm literally leaving right, right now. I'm not walking back up there. Someone else packed my shit. Just And then he's up Dude. there in front of the class having to tell them what he did at recess. It's like, well, guys, I messed up. And I'm, it's like, I think it's best for me to leave as if you were even staying in the first place. It's like, obviously, you were getting sent home, dude. Why did he think that that was going to slide of like you meeting up with someone? And what's funny is like, obviously, Chelsea's pissed because it's like you hung out with Alexa knowing she's going to be coming down eventually that night. And then next morning, that's why he went after Chelsea and was yeah. taken out there because he was trying to stay for Alexa. Yes. I'm like, Dude. And also, what are the producers doing with bringing Alexa on? Because it's like, okay, Alexa didn't come on this week, and next week she probably got sent home too. Proposals. If they actually were like getting in trouble for going around the system, if they actually were in trouble, then if Ivan was actually in trouble, I'm sure they sent Alexa home too. Right. I'm just confused when they're planning to bring. It's like, I hate this part of the season every totally. time. Even with like, Love Island. Yeah. You're, all these couples are so strong. I know we're trying to like ruffle the feathers, but I'm sorry, they're going to. 
probably self-sabotage and break up their own relationships anyways. Exactly. No one else has a choice, has even a chance no. if they come in at this point. And it's like, even if you did come in at this point, for Love Island, it's a little different because you don't like have to get engaged at the end. But like for Bachelor in Paradise, where the end is an engagement, it's like, do you really think someone coming in the week before an engagement, they're going to be like, hey, I've been hanging out with Serena since day one, but you really changed my mind. Yeah. Let's get engaged next week. Yep, 100%. It's like that's never happened. It's never going to. Yeah. Unless there are outliers like James and Ed where that aren't connected to anybody. So it's like when Anna came in, that worked. And with Ivan, there's two things. First of all, I hate the way that when he tries to make like excuses for when he's in trouble... The biggest thing when you're apologizing to people, no one wants to hear an excuse. I mean, you're allowed to say like, whatever, like I, you know, I was in a dark spot or I did this and I know it's not an excuse, whatever, but it's like, nobody wants to hear your sob story when he's about to tell everyone the whole group what happened. And he does this consistently. He's like, listen guys, I, I was in a really tough spot. I didn't know this. Like all of the excuses before just deliver it. Right. You know, you, you know, you fucked up Own it. No one cares about the pity party. It's like no. the victim mentality of just right. like, well, you know, there's all these explanations as to why I was out of line, why I let on Chelsea and got in a fight with like, dude. Right. And then he even says to Chelsea, he's like, you know what, Chelsea, I, even if you gave me your rose, I wasn't even going to accept it anyways, because like, I, I couldn't do that to you when I know I messed up. And it's like, and she's probably like, dude, she was pissed. She's yeah. like the fact that he said she, that if I gave it to him, he wasn't going to accept it. How dare you? Yeah. Like then what? Then why are you? And also me? that's not true. You, you would have accepted They it. were about to start the rose ceremony and you thought you were getting away with what you did the night prior. You yeah. were never going to tell anyone and you thought Alexa's coming down the beach the next morning. Yep. Uh-uh. Not on our watch. Not on our watch. And I'm just bummed about it with Ivan because I did really like him, but this whole Bachelor in Paradise thing has given me a different... And did we not call it? Yes. We literally called it. Even with Zach Reality, I go, Ivan's going to get the fuckboy edit or some and sort Brendan. of... And Brendan. Yeah. Brendan definitely, I... I feel like I could have seen that coming, but like even from Ivan, from remember from week one, the premiere when he's like, I know I'm a catch, mm -hmm. you know, like that whole comment, I'm like, something's fishy there. Yep. So then, like we were saying, we have two new additions coming down to Paradise. First, it was Anna. Anna. From Matt James season. Yep. She's the one that was like, she's sleeping with men for money. Yeah, that <laughs> pinned being an escort on the other contestant. Yeah. Um, not a great look for her. So she was back and she went with James. James. Yes. You okay. actually. I do too. I really like them. And I feel bad for James just because it's like every single person he tries to make yeah. a connection with either leaves or goes with somebody else. Yes. It's just not working for him. Because I don't think he gives it. He's just such, I feel like gives off such a nice guy persona that, and he's all in on someone that all the girls there are wanting the chase. And then it's like, by the time he's going to move on or whatever, they, like Tia, you know, she's like, well, now I want him. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, well, you took, you took advantage of that. You sure he did. was present and he tried and he gave effort towards you and you spent time getting to know someone else and then chose him at the end, which is nice. But I mean, Tia was right. She was like, no, I, he deserves to go on this date. Yeah. Tia is very self-aware. She's yeah. like, if I was him, I would choose her too. Yeah. You I would know? go on the date too. He deserves that. Like, and like I got to explore something else. He gets to too. Yeah. And acknowledging that, you know, like Anna's cute. It's like, that's the difference between like yes. Demi yes. and Tia, where it's like, you guys are both like veterans of paradise, but it's like Demi, any time that there was any sort of insecurity, bitching about the girl, like Mari, like she's disgusting, low she's blows. evil, low blows out the ass. 
Tia, on the other hand, is like, Anna's cute. She's nice. You know, yeah. he deserves to go see that relationship yeah. through. It's like, it's Tia, like, we already know it sucks. We know that feeling. Every single person can relate to that feeling of, of seeing someone that you like off with another girl. It blows. Right. But there's one way to handle it, especially on TV, national television. Totally. And Tia is the way to do it. So aside from Anna, the other yes. girl that we had come down was McKenna. McKenna also was at that VIP party like they did a while back. Remember the Casa Amor edition? Yes. She got to know the guys a little bit. Nothing serious though. So when she's coming in now, like we were saying so late earlier, to the game. right? Like we were saying earlier, it's like everyone's coupled up already, and nobody wants to break their couple for McKenna. So McKenna comes down. She talks to Thomas. Thomas says no. She talks to Riley. Riley says no. She talks to Aaron, and Aaron just kind of gave some like advice, some hopefulness to her, but she didn't even ask him about because, the date. Yeah, and it's also like she, yeah, she didn't, and it's like she, he's not super serious with Chelsea compared to the other relationships. So I could see why she'd think that's an option. And he did, I think, prop the door open for her. Cause also yeah. like before the other, what's about to happen happens, like she's talking about it before she asks Aaron on the date, you know, she's like, Oh, I got my eyes set on Aaron. It's Aaron. You know, like what a good catch. Like he's available. Yeah. So it's like, there's gotta be something of like why she thought, right. There was some, like he was maybe coming off the Chelsea thing a little bit, you know, just flirting right a little away, bit, but not realizing like, Oh, she's going to 100% ask me. And then as soon as she did, it's like, ooh, got to back up. One thing that Aaron did in this moment that just made me cringe. Yep. When McKenna goes to Aaron, she goes, you have a nice smile. He goes, for real. Thanks. Okay. I, I go, Aaron, shut up. Do no. not say for real. When she goes, you have a nice smile. He goes, for real. Yeah, thanks. I'm like, dude, cram it. You at least got to put a question mark on that. Like, for real? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like, what? And I'm just like, okay, ew, Aaron, please yes. don't. So then McKenna comes up to the whole group. And she pulls Aaron and things get really weird because it's in front of everybody. She's expecting an automatic yes. Yes. And he doesn't know what to do. So he goes, yeah, let's go talk for a second. And everyone's confused. It was like there was a yeah, but there was also let's go talk for a second. No one knows where they stand. And you know that means no. If it's not a yes right off the bat and we got to chat about it, it's a no. And she takes it rough. Yep. <laughs> she takes it fucking rough. McKenna, um, as we know, emotional girly. And it's like, I do get it, dude. I yeah. get it. If I was in your position, that would suck. It's like, you're coming in and it's not that you're not a great catch, but you're coming in when everyone's together and Fully no one is going to break up with them for you when you just got here. And imagine the feeling too, for the people that are solo on the island or not really in anything serious of like, at this moment in time, all the couples are so like strong and up each other's ass that it's like they're only spending time with cu their themselves, right. couple and couple. So it's like, who are you standing next to at the bar or hanging out with her? You know what that feeling of like, totally. who do I, what group can I enter to like start like conversing with someone when everyone's so closed off with each other? Oh, absolutely. You have no one to just be like chatting. I'm, I'd literally be like her sitting by myself at the beach. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> where do I stand? I don't know why she didn't do this, but the first guy she met with, say it was Thomas, it's like, let's probe the question, who's together already and who's available? No one's asking that question. It's like Thomas could have been like, okay, I'm with Tia, Riley's with Marissa, you know, Serena's with Joe, here's who's a couple, Ed and James are available. That would have just narrowed yep. it right down. Why are we going through this whole thing where it's like we're talking to all the guys that are taken and very taken? Like Thomas, Riley, very taken. Yeah. They've been together for so long and the relationships are flourishing. And then we get to Ed. And he can see, everyone can see that McKenna is like sobbing out by herself by the beach. She's contemplating leaving. And I loved this out of Ed. Me too. Ed is the only one that goes down there to console her. And he's like, dude, come on. 
Like, you, we're standing on the beach. Look at the ocean. Look at the waves. Like, once in a lifetime experience. Like, let's right. have fun. And he's like, I'll go on the date with you. It'll be fun. Yeah. And he told, like, that is the kind of person I need where it's like, 100%. thank you for acknowledging that. I'm like, even if it seems stupid or whatever, like, acknowledging my feelings and like trying to make me feel better. And, like, right. And he's like, don't cry. You know, it's like, come on, we're going to have a great time. Yeah. And it's like, McKenna, I was about to slap you right no, across I the know. face. It's like, Ed is like begging her essentially at this point to go on the date. And it's like, McKenna. Ed is good looking. He's being nice and he's, he's going out of his way to make you feel better when not one person up there gives a fuck about you. I know. And guess what? On top of it, he knows that's pissing off Natasha. Exactly. Who's back watching, you know? So when he's asking her and she's just got her hands over her mouth like, mm, I don't know. I'm like, McKenna. Take this the opportunity. Take, Take the date. Before it's off the table, sister. And poor Ed, he's like going out of his way. He never had to do that. And he's going out of his way and you're just going to shoot him down and say no? Oh my gosh. For what, dude? I, For I would have been what? like, just based off him going, the words he said to her down there, I would have been like, yep, all right, we're soulmates, let's do it. <laughs> exactly. And then they go on their date and have a great time yep. and then they're up each other's ass. Exactly. Wow. Wonder how that happened. There we go. And then people, it is prom night. Kind of liked they did this. Kind of didn't. Yeah. I wish they would like incorporate some Love Island to that. When you know when Love Island does like game nights, prom night, yes. anything. They incorporate like games yes. or props or, yeah. or something. It's like the, the like dance. questions or they'll they'll throw in like either some sort of like we don't we're not watching to watch the happy times. I'm watching to like get the dirt. I'm like <laughs> I want something to pop off here. They're all having a good night. It's like like, like you said Love Island like throw in something where they're showing the like I love what they do on Love oh. Island where they show the clips of what the contestants have been saying about each other throughout the season. I love the tweets too. Oh yeah, and then reading but th that's live so yeah. they're able to do that. But still and so it's just like it's fun and Tia in this moment is definitely doing what we were talking about earlier where it's like she's the odd man out she's clearly not with James because now James is with Anna so it's like cracking me up because it's like Thomas and Becca are trying to dance and I just happened to see the clip where Tia's in between both of them in between them holding hands with Becca as Thomas is trying to dance with Becca that'd be something you would do for me though you know, where it's like come on over here absolutely I'd say Brett see ya yeah Scooch 100%. to the side. Hey, when I sleep over at Mare's, we share a bed. Brett sleeps on the couch, okay? <laughs> and when I spend the night at Steph's, same thing. Boys to the couch. Thanks for yes. playing. We've done me, Meredith, and Tess all sleeping in the same bed while everyone else was like separate on the couches. It's like, um, us are actually going to squeeze in. <laughs> and it's like, I'm always in the middle and that's where yes. I want to be. <laughs> you are always in the middle. I can't be. <laughs> okay. So then on top of Tia being the odd man out, who pulls her out of the blue? Fucking Aaron. Who just shot down McKenna because he's with Chelsea after the whole fiasco with Ivan. And now he's randomly pulling Tia. I never saw this coming. No, but you know who did see it coming? Who? Chelsea. Chelsea that whole morning was like, something is off with Aaron. She's like, I am just going to have a fun time. She's like, I'm in my cute dress. Don't know what the fuck his problem is. It's like, she goes, I like, everyone is so excited. And like, they're all getting their dresses and like the couples and everyone's excited. But Chelsea and Aaron, like they have some weird thing. I feel yes. like Aaron was still low key pissed at her for making out with Ivan. Yeah. That he couldn't forgive her. And, and I also don't know how much he was that into her to begin with. And no. He was, he was definitely this whole time more pissed about the principle of Ivan lying to him and going behind his back. He was he the most really mad. Care. He, he could have been partnered with anyone if Ivan made out with his partner. 100%. Because even when he's talking to Chelsea about it, like right after it happened on the beach, he goes, he's explaining the whole thing about her making out with Ivan and then Ivan getting trapping him and like that whole thing and how they were all laughing at him and all making fun of him. And he goes, and that's what hurt the most. 
I go, yeah. so you're more upset about your ego getting hurt than Absolutely. the girl you like making out with somebody 100%. else. One hundred. So I'm like, Aaron, you're not into it. So now no. we're at the prom, and him and Tia, which I didn't, I was trying to fast forward as I go through. I saw them up there. I saw them kiss, kiss, and then I saw them coming down in Chelsea being mad, but I didn't see their combo. Like, explain it, um, or if there's anything to explain. I don't really think there is anything to explain. Like, did Chelsea see them make out upstairs? No, she okay. just saw them walk walking down. down together. Yeah, I, their conversation was like nothing really important the one thing that he did do that made tia happy is he gave her a corsage yeah you know he's like i wanted to make sure you got this you know like which seems weird to me also considering you know the fact that tia was with james and james is your best friend like going after tia it's all weird and messy you're right where it's like what are we missing right something's weird but anyways he gives tia a corsage and then they make out heavily where she goes i made out with aaron and the more in this five minutes that I've made out with anyone on this entire beach. So, and you know, Aaron's just, he's all in with the kissing. Oh, oh yeah. But, uh, sloppy mouth. Sloppy, <laughs> sloppy, sloppy mouth. And so they make out. And he's like, yeah, I should probably have a conversation with Chelsea. Um, oh yeah. And she's takes, like, she's going to yeah. be mad at me. And he goes, ah, just blame it on me. I don't yeah. care. Like, okay, dude. And my thing though, like. They all need to just decide before going into it, I feel like, of, like, what they want to do. I know it's in the moment, maybe, but it's, like, you're giving her the corsage in front of the girl that you're supposed to be here with. Like, right. you know, it's just kind of, even with James going with Anna and in front of T- yeah. Tia, it's like, so you made that decision. You're, you're slow dancing with Anna, not Tia. Like, so yeah. you, that's your decision. But it's, like, I don't want to find out <laughs> in the midst of it. Yeah, and Tia's so chill. She's, like, well, you know, yeah. I would chose Anna, too. I'm happy for James. Yeah. Like, and she's just dancing she, she so didn't like Becca. James that much, either, you know? No. And I don't think it was really there. I mean, he's, I think she likes him as a nice guy, but I don't think there could ever be anything further with James and Tia, but no. And spoiler alert, uh, Tia has a boyfriend and they're like thriving happily ever after, oh. after the show. <laughs> so spoiler alert, not okay. that anybody thought Tia was getting engaged out no, here. No, God, no. But Tia is officially happy with some rando. Yeah. And I'm you know happy for her. She has just been through the fucking ringer on this show. Like I first know. chasing Colton for so long. Well, now that makes sense. He's yep. gay. But like two, it's just like the constant let down and had chasing. had a rough go. And I've always, I like I her like, too. I like Jojo. Like she's just real. She's real as fuck. She wants the best for everybody on the beach. And she's, she's so chill. cute and nice. Like everything about her personality, like we would mesh. Absolutely. I'm definitely like, she doesn't ever bug me. No, And never. I've always felt bad for her on every season where I'm like, God damn it. If I was a guy there, I'd be picking Tia. One, like, she's got the full package. 100%. And like, especially like Raven being her best friend. Yeah. And Raven getting such a happily ever after moment. And it's so weird. Like, there's no reason why Tia should be like in that category of like Bachelor contestants that like, it just doesn't ever work. Right. You know, it's like, I feel like once you're in that category, you just can't get out of it. For real. I'm like, there's no reason Tia should be struggling season on season. Right. Totally. And if you are, maybe that's just a sign. Bachelor in Paradise saying. ain't for you. Why are you back? I'd love to see you on there, but if it's never worked, it's kind of just annoying for us all to have to keep watching. Right. And also, like, I will say, like, the earlier seasons, like, even, like, Raven season, which she was on Nick Vile season, so it's, like, not even that long ago, but, like, social media wasn't what it is yeah. now, where it's, like, the guy that Raven ended up with, Adam, was such a good guy, so nice. Like, I feel like we don't have enough of those type of guys on this season. Not that, 100%. like, Aaron's bad, but it's, like, Aaron, not my favorite. James, not my favorite. You guys are, too like, there. I can and just tell you're here to grow your following. That's what my biggest And Brendan, do. too. Piper, too. It's, like, it's all about how much fame can I get, which that's what the show has always been about. 
but not really to this degree. It's like, yeah, it's like a totally different vibe that like that recently of just like, right, like I don't I compare get... you guys to Jaden Tanner. No, like that was real love to me. Not that none of these people are like, I would say the closest to them is Joe and Serena, right. where it's like, you guys have actually lasted. Yes. You seem like you're nice to each other. Yeah, kind. And there's no like backing out 24 seven where I'm like, that's why I don't ever believe any of it to begin with, with the, when everyone's like saying they're so obsessed with their partner at first and stuff. Cause I'm right. like, really? Because it's not, you're going to probably throughout the season back out of it or something where I'm like, you're just here, which is fine. But like for the following, and it's so hard to watch recently because of it, it's so obvious and apparent and they're right. so like, and something, clicky. and obviously on all reality shows, that's the same message. Like all of them are going on there for followers, but even Love Island, I'm like, something about that is different. Maybe because it's more casual, maybe because they don't end in an engagement, maybe yeah. just because it's like, for me, I view that as more like fun partying. Obviously you're trying to grow a connection, but for me, that's just more fun. Whereas Absolutely. the way they paint the show here is like, you are finding your soulmate. You are getting engaged. And also, can't they in paradise and make it to the end and not propose? Yeah, but it's frowned upon, of course. Right. But it's like, dude, if, like like everyone that I can see when they're showing the previews for the end of the season that are like the couples that are spiraling and breaking up and stuff because of this, it's like, let's pump the brake, you guys. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Like if you guys like each other enough that like you guys were good until it came down to thinking about proposal, I would feel that any normal person in their right mind would also be questioning everything about a relationship. If you only knew each other for a couple weeks and you thought a proposal was happening any minute. So it's like, just put like, have the conversation of being like, if it feels right, we can talk about it and do it at the end. But if it doesn't, let's not put that pressure. That's why people, relationships are cracking because of all the pressure to get engaged and do it. Right. And honestly, that goes for the real world too. Totally. It's like, especially everyone like our age that are getting married, having kids. It's like everyone seeing their, everyone in their friend groups getting married that it's like, oh, I can't be the last one. And it's pressure, pressure, pressure. Right. That's not the point of it. Right. Totally. I know it's the point of the show, but if it's going to break your relationship, I'd rather end the season strong and be in a good place with my person than rushing something that we're going to regret that will be our downfall that was oh. a rant i ran out of breath no oh, yeah so the end of prom night closes off with noah and abigail let me give you some background on them just to that feeds into what we're going to talk about with this next part here so it's like obviously noah and abigail have been going strong since the very beginning noah has always been more into abigail and not even more into her but like giving more trying more you know it's like he opens up his feelings he wants to know more about her he wants to know what she thinks he is constantly prying 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 to get her to say something yeah so the night before prom they're laying on the daybed cuddling up real cute and he's just saying where he's at he's saying you know that he feels really good about the relationship and then he drops the l word he said he's falling in love with abigail abigail responds with crickets silence dead silence before this conversation of him saying that he's in love with her they were both talking about this conversation separately of saying like that they were ready for this conversation right. abigail's like i i know i need to like open up more and i, I want everyone else has said the l word i want to say it like they were both ready for this combo so noah says all right you know what i'll wear the pants right now and i'll yep. be the one that initiates the combo because we were both thinking about it we're both on what i'm assuming is on the same page and i would i was also assuming that from abigail 100 and she doesn't respond it's like Dude, or at least acknowledge it and be like, I want to say it when it's right for me, but I do right. feel those feelings. Like, it's coming. Like, right. It's kind like of like just silence. Like, nothing. <laughs> it's like, Abigail, I get it. She's timid, but it's like, she's not good at, like, articulating her feelings. And it's like, it comes across cold and negative. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
right in the very beginning when she was talking about Noah and she goes like I friends I friend zone dudes like super fast. Yeah, it's she like, cuts herself. I think in her head she always sells herself short, so she never thinks she can she can never be that person like where it's like there's no way he actually loves me. Like it's such a head thing that she's in. But for me, it's like I would say I classify with Abigail more where it's like. I'm not the best at talking about my feelings. I'm a big weirdo about it, but my boyfriend is a fucking pro. It's like, he knows exactly what to say when he's feeling it. And he's really like sensitive and good about expressing his emotions. So through our relationship, it's like, I've done that more to where I can like see, okay, he's giving an inch. I'll give an inch. You know, it's like, but you're confident in yourself and the relationship. Like, I don't think she, it's her own thing because it's like her selling herself short is because like, she's already thinking like, She's trying to self-sabotage by already putting up those walls of like, that's why she always friend zones. That's why she's not saying I love you. But like, right. she just puts up those walls and it's just like, well, I could never, she doesn't, I don't think she sees herself as like, could ever be that person. And it's like, dude, you are in a toxic cycle of doing this to yourself where it's like, are you feeling it or not? Like she's, she just is selling herself short and self, self-sabotaging. Then, what more do you want from him? Exactly. It's like, he's giving everything. So then it's the night of prom and they're doing like superlative. So Abigail and Noah win the superlative for most likely to live happily ever after. And Abigail is like over the moon by that. She goes, wow, that was really the reassurance I needed. It's like, uh, so you needed everybody to like vote for you to feel good about your relationship when your boyfriend is saying, I love you. Like that wasn't enough reassurance. You needed everybody to be like, hey, you guys are going to make it. So then after that, she's like, oh my God, I'm finally ready to tell my love. I'm like so excited with just like, that was just so stupid to me. I'm like, why? And also when she's talking about him saying, I love you the day before her excuse was, you know, Noah just said it so fast. I didn't know if he like wanted a response or like, I'm just like, um, he didn't say it fast at all. And also what does that have to do with anything? I'm like, even if he did just spit it out, like, I love you. And it's she's like, been so? wanting this conversation. She's been talking about this prior yeah. to him, them having that combo. So I'm like, what are you so surprised about? And and also I feel like Noah and Abigail's relationship reminds me of the scene in the notebook where it's like, tell me what you want. Yeah. What do you want? For you real. Know, it's like, Abigail, what do you want? Literally. Like, tell us. Not what everyone else wants. Not what Noah wants. What do you want? Exactly. Funny that his name is Noah. Too. I know. <laughs> I just watched that on the plane ride home. I always turn it on. So after the whole superlative thing, you know, Abigail's in cloud nine. She's like, I want to tell Noah I love him. And then Noah is on the opposite end of the spectrum. He is like, this is not working. You know, from Noah's perspective, I can understand the defeat and the frustration he feels. 100%. He's like, I have been giving it my all. I have been, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing with getting nothing in return. I'm putting myself out there trying to get where she is at. And I'm getting nothing in return. So why am I pushing so hard for someone that's clearly not my person? And if, Because my person would tell me they love me. Yes. My person would give me reassurance because I know I'm the type of person that needs that. Exactly. And that's like the point that he should have made. And it also, it's like if you spun it around, like a girl feeling like Noah yeah. and the guy's not giving that. If I was talking to a friend, I'd be like, dude, if you're not, if he's not reciprocating those feelings, if that's your answer, he's not your person. You shouldn't 100%. have to be pulling teeth to get to some, to get someone to feel like the person that you love loves you back. Like then they're not your person. Right. But we get to the point of where Noah definitely for me, like shows his words wrong of explaining that 100%. He was trying to, 
He just didn't spin it in that point. He didn't elaborate. Where all he's, what he, one of the things he said to her when he's, you know, kind of saying we're we're breaking up. He was like, I just don't think you're my person, and that was it, basically, of like the first portion. Where you just saying you're not my person when the night before you told her that you loved her. What which one is the lie? And I think what he meant is what we were saying. It's like, no, my person, I wouldn't be having to pull teeth for this. Right. And the other thing he kept saying is like, I've been feeling this pushback from you, and I've been talking myself into it, and it's like. Oh, so you've been talking yourself into this the whole time? You know, it's like, Abigail was like, I mean, based off what he's saying to her, I get her I wouldn't love that either. (laughs) I wouldn't love to hear it either. It's like, great. So I'm on cloud nine over here about to tell you I love you and you're breaking up with me. And for her, she's like, so how are you telling me you loved me yesterday and now I'm not your person? Where what he should have said is like, I've given so much and you've given me nothing. And the way that I'm feeling is this isn't working. Exactly. And he doesn't say that. And I think he's trying to tiptoe around her feelings. Yeah. And like give an excuse and be like, you know, we've been feeling this from the beginning. You know, it's like I've been pushing, which he has been. Yeah. It's like that dude has done everything. Yeah, which I can really surprised about. I thought it was going to be like either he was thinking too much work. I didn't ever believe that he was into her from the beginning. And it's still been hard for me. But like the fact that he's given her this much I, until the very end, I'm like, cause I'm always like, are they just, are you picking the nice girl that's really into you right off, what, like right off the bat when I right. thought she was really into him? It's like, are you just picking her to like really just coast on through to the end? Right. But I, I do think he was into her. Like he's trying that hard. He had plenty of other times he could have picked mm-hmm. other options and he'd still stuck with Abigail that it's like, I don't know, rough. <laughs> no, I'm on totally Noah's side. Yeah, I think I, I am too. Because it's like, if I'm looking at it from an outside perspective, it's like 100%. It's essentially like you're dating the guy from college and it's like, you keep asking him to hang out. You mm-hmm. keep asking him to hang out. You keep saying no, keep saying no. It's like, okay, right. There's my sign. He doesn't want to spend time with me. He doesn't want to hang out mm-hmm. with me. It's like Noah's doing the same thing, but they're obviously trapped on an Island together, yeah. but it's like, he keeps being like, so you want to talk about our future? What are we doing after the show? Yeah. This is how I feel about you. This is how I want to move forward. And yeah. it's like, she can give him nothing in return ever. I know I'm over it. And I think what, might have been more helpful and could have saved them is I feel like when you're feeling, I know he's been feeling that way for a while or like feeling like he's trying so much extra hard. And then her not saying I love you back was kind of the deal breaker. Right. But I feel like it's one of those things that you should sleep on where it's like, let's see if you feel the same, same thing. Also don't dump me on prom night. So it's like, let's talk about it in the morning, but also see how you feel in the morning about it. And he, and say you've been feeling this way for a while, but that's when you have the conversation. This is how I've been feeling for a while. I don't want to get to the point of, us breaking up but like this is where like you got to communicate that because she was thinking i'm ready to tell him i love him back right but no one's talked about this in between gray area they're in it's prom night bad time to do it and also i'm just like what would have happened if you just waited to have that conversation and abigail would have said she loves you would have that changed things can't jump the gun people oh my god if you want to jump the gun then you it's got to be more of a conversation right uh this is my final decision because you might regret it which is so funny because you know there's always that like thing about women and men when they break up in relationships and it's like they always say you know like when by the time a girl breaks up with you it's like she's been over you for a year yeah and the reason for that being is because women typically will be like this is how i'm feeling i want need things to change and if they don't then i'm leaving and then nothing changes and then they break up and they're like what what, what happened right why didn't you do it it's like she communicated it yeah. to you you didn't change your ways and now she's over you and wants nothing to do with you. You, you can't fault her for that. 
Whereas guys are such impulsive decision makers. They're like, no, I don't like it anymore. Oh my God, I'm I'm feeling too much pressure on this. Gotta cut it off. Gotta, uh, this isn't working. Gotta cut it off. It's like, if you would have had that combo. Then she could have potentially changed her ways. And if she didn't want to change her ways, that combo could have led you to the combo you had of ending it. You know, it's like, then there's your answer. But at least you had the conversation where it's not just, he all of a sudden told me he loved me yesterday and today he's dumping me. You know, it's like. Because that's how she's taking it. Yeah, because she can't be mad. If he went about it that way, she couldn't be mad at him. And that is the end of this week's episode. However, next week is the finale and we have a, just a little nugget of preview that I want to discuss. And it's Kendall. Get out of my face. I used to love Kendall. I followed her on Instagram for years. Huge fan. Loved her and Joe together. I still followed her even after they broke up. Like I do like her as a person. I, this is just, this is putting her in a bad light for me. It's embarrassing at this point. I'm just over it. Cause it's like, if you're following the track record of your relationship, Kendall, it's like you and Joe were about to get married. He compromised for you. He left Chicago and said, I'm going to live where you live. He lived there for months. And then he said, you know what? The West coast, the whole LA influencer life, not for me. At least he tried it. Exactly. He gave it his all. And he said, you know what? This life isn't for me. The least she can do is give the same amount of effort and try back. And if it doesn't work then, then you break up. And now she's regretting that. Yeah, exactly. She still isn't willing to move to Chicago. No, exactly. And it's like, when she's talking to the camera about it, it's like, I don't want to move for a guy. I always told myself I wouldn't move for a guy. It's like, why? Who cares? What does that have to do? What? But you'll make a guy move for you. I wouldn't move for a guy, but I'd move for my boyfriend, Adam. It's yeah. like, he's not just a guy. Exactly. You know, and that's what he even said. Yeah. And so then it's like, she stays on the beach and it's like, obviously Joe, I mean, he still loves her. I mean, people that break up the day for that long, for there's sh- always a little bit of love left over. Absolutely. However, He's like, okay, it's not meant to be. I'm moving on. And he's happy with Serena. Kendall, the whole time that she was there, was only thinking about Joe. Even when she was with Ivan, only thinking about Joe. And then it's like, okay, so Joe and Kendall have a conversation. Guess what? Nothing changed. Nobody wants to move. So they move on. Then Kendall sees Joe and Serena making out and she's sobbing, crying. Joe reassures her and she leaves the beach. And now her ass is returning, fully dressed up. Glam when it's literally proposal time. If I was Serena, dude, enough of tormenting him. No, honestly. absolutely. And it's like, it, it is too far. And it's, she did this before it was aired where now I'm like, dude, the fact that you're returning, I'm such secondhand embarrassment because it was so embarrassing that you were there in the first place. I understand her like really wanted to like, get there and have the convo, but have the convo. He, you did have the conversation. You've had it a million and times. And he said you had the, went over the same things and it ended and you left. That's where it's left at. And honestly, if that was me, it's like as much, much as it's like, go, go get the, your man, like go get your guy. I would never want to see it. I would never put myself in position to be with the person I'm in, my ex that right. I'm in love with on the same beach dating someone else. I'm never putting myself in that scenario. And also it makes you look desperate. Like, and I, I just don't understand what the point is again. What could she back. possibly be doing coming back this time? Truly. If she would have left it as is, or if she didn't even come on the beach and let that play out with whoever he's with. And if it doesn't work or talk to him when he gets out, yeah. have that combo. Cause now you look like the crazy ex. He's just like, now he's just bugged by her. And all he's going to see is the ick and the bug. Right. Instead of like the heartbreak and the sad and understanding her feelings. It's like, right. dude, back off. Yeah. I said no. And it's like, this is such, this is how Kendall was. On Bachelor in Paradise when her and Joe met. Remember? It was like the back and forth between Leo and Joe and Leo and Joe and Leo and Joe. It's like the constant, like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And then it's like, and then she ended up with Joe. So it's like, this is the same thing. It's like, I want to find love with somebody else. No, I don't. I want to be with Joe. No, I don't. I want to be with Ivan. No, I'm coming back because I want to be with Joe. It's like, 
enough. And it's like, but I'm not going to Chicago, even if I get Joe. But then he can't ever propose to someone else, like, on this show. Like, I will say, separate of Kendall, but, like, for Joe, I wouldn't do the proposal. Like, you already proposed here. To no, he didn't. Girl. Oh, he didn't propose to Kendall? I was no. going to ask you that. Okay, he no. didn't propose to Kendall. No, they went off and they just dated. Okay. Okay, then he's fine. Yeah. Then we're good. I was thinking if he proposed, I thought he proposed to Kendall last time. And I'm like, you can't do that twice. If I was Serena, I'd be like, I don't even want the proposal right now. Like, for we're doing real. that on our own time, buddy. Yeah, for real. Like, I'm not following suit. No. Where she can be like, yeah, I was there once too. But she wasn't. So we're good. We're yeah, good. We're, we're all good here. And I do like Serena and Joe's dynamic. I like their relationship. I like how sweet they are to each other. They seem like they could make it on the outside. I know there is the age difference, but it's like, They do whatever. have the same demeanor. Like, where they, she is more serious, like, like to fit on his level a little. You know, where right. she's, not, she's definitely... She's not like a bubbly Anna or McKenna, where I'm no, like, that would never work. No, she's really mature for being as young as she is. Yep. And Joe is young looking. And he's she's only sweet. 35. And Joe is sweet. Totally. And yeah. it's like, Joe's only 35. You know, I look at Nick Vile and his girlfriend, Natalie, and it's like, Natalie's our age oh. and Nick Vile's like 42. Fucking Kenny's 40 and Mari's like 24. Yeah. So it's like, I think it could work out. I don't feel like the age difference really is like a deal breaker. And I think that they're cute as hell together, to be honest. I just don't really like certain, I don't know what it is. It's my own agenda. It's not like, I don't like her as a person. She reminds me, I think, of a couple people that that just bug. I don't want bad things to happen, I guess, but I kind of want She's Kendall to your favorite. in and take her, take Joe from her. I, no. I know. Mary's so bad about it. I, go, I can't. I don't know what it is about Serena that I'm just like, I think it's the fact of like when she was leaving Matt James season and coming into this season of like the ego where I'm like, you think that you are Miss Popular, which, which she I feel like she doesn't have that ego, which she I've did. Come- Compared to Ivan, I felt like Ivan had a way bigger ego than Serena. I just get that in her demeanor, like, when she's at, I just don't like her. <laughs> Something about her. I, I'm the complete opposite. Love Serena. Candle's on my list. Okay. We disagree. <laughs> we agree to disagree over here. All right, for Gossip of the Week, we have a little news on Bachelor. A new host has been confirmed for the next Bachelor season, not Michelle season. That is um, Tasha and Caitlin. But we already know who the new Bachelor is. Yes, Clayton. Clayton from Michelle's Michelle season, season. And the new host will be Jesse Palmer. Right. ESPN <laughs> Connoisseur. Which I do not like that they already released who, I guess, technically, I don't think... The Bachelor has released who it is, but it's like, okay, everybody knows it's him. You guys got caught filming in his hometown. Everybody knows. And my thing is also, that's for me, given the past few seasons especially, to pick who you're going to have from a season that's about to air to already be the next Bachelor, the next like um, lead, is like... The amount that the public finds out about during a season, that's like, how do you know for sure that someone isn't going to one, dig up something or two, right. that we're all going to have the same opinion as you guys? Because we've thrown you those fuck, those producers for a loop. Right. Totally. In the past. However, I guess from what I've heard or, or read is that like Clayton's personality is just like There's no way we're not going to like him. Where it's like, he is supposed to just be the most charismatic, friendly, bubbly, happy dude right. that all the producers were like, 
there is no doubt in our minds that it's clean. Okay. But our thing is also, I feel like the viewers are always looking for like reasons not to, we always get bugged or annoyed with anyone that's the lead. Yeah. We're always looking for reasons of like not totally. liking the lead. And now we're going to know going straight into the season of like nitpicking. Exactly. And so it's like, even if he gets down to like, say the last four, well, it's like, okay, well it's not Clayton. And you know, we can always narrow it down based on who the final three are. It's like, okay, obviously uh, she has a stronger relationship with these two. Yep. So it's like, I hope Clayton goes home decently early. Yeah. I'm going to, he's obviously making it like top eight, top seven. Yeah. But hopefully not till the very end. I can't believe we're even talking about Bachelor when we still have another Bachelorette to get to after Paradise. Yes. Whoa. And I am so excited for Michelle's season. Yeah. The way that they are hyping her up, I'm like, dude, I wish Katie got that because it's what? like, they're literally dressing her to the nine. She looks amazing. I love every dress that I've seen her in. I love her intro. Like, what was Miss her, it, Sporty they, Queen, the yes. basketball, the teacher, like... And I like that finally, for once, we have a bachelorette that's just like a real job. Yeah. Not like real. this week, this year's influencer. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, exactly. And she's really passionate about being a teacher and everything too, where it's like, 100%. I don't think she's on here remotely for the wrong reasons. No. And I hope that, you know, it's like, not that, because obviously if Steph and I went on Bachelor, I am 1000% milking it for the fame. That's what you have, seize the opportunity. Right. However, if I was like a teacher that I'm like, I want to mold the brains of the future. Yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily would be like, all right, see ya. It's my job. Totally. No, they're like, people have connections with their kids. Like right. the one that they teach. 100%. It's like, even with Tasha, she was like a phlebotomist. It's like, okay, phlebotomist or ET host, bachelor host, all of these yeah. things. It's like, obviously she's using that. Yeah. No shit. Uh, I'm excited. Me too. So now let's move on to Kylie Swim. Youch. <laughs> There's been some reviews circling around the internet of people trying her new swimwear line, Kylie Swim, and everyone's giving a lot of poor reviews that they're see-through, they don't cover anything, terrible quality. They're like, like, look at, so you can see straight through it. So just showed Steph a TikTok of some girl reviewing the swimsuits, and I mean, it's just like the worst quality. It. The, she's showing the seams, because I'm always like, okay, you know, they're, people are going to, no matter what, they always come for Kylie or any influencer like this of like, no, their products suck. And I remember that going around about Kylie lip kits totally. and all that of like all the makeup brewers trying her lip kits and her, yeah. her stuff and being like, no, it's horrible. And I kind of take it with a grain of salt each time, but it's like the fact that this girl's like on TikTok zooming in on like the stitching on multiple pieces and they, it's just jacked. And it's like all of the threads are frayed and like hanging off. And then the seams aren't fully sewed together where they're gaping and it's completely see-through. And also it's like these swimsuits were 100% designed with, with influencers in mind. It's like, I would never even wear this. Never. What kind of tan lines am I getting with what? that? I could, does nobody else care about tan That's lines? What I'm saying, dude, I would <laughs> never ever in my life order even a two piece that has like crazy straps. I'm not doing that. What tan lines are you getting? I'm here for the sun and the tan. I'm not here to be fashionista at the pool. Maybe like a Vegas swimsuit. That would be cute, but still tan right. lines. Exactly. And it's like, not every single person is an influencer. It's like, this is types of shit that influencers wear for photo shoots where they're in it for an hour. It's like, it, if you're designing swimwears for the everyday person that's actually wearing them in the ocean, in the pool, your hoo-ha's out and your titties are out. 100%. Nip slips up the ass. And how, like, and everyone's saying, you know, like, okay, that obviously there's, when they're doing their campaigns and their photo shoots for her lines, like there's obviously, no matter what photo shoot she's doing, gonna be photo editing and like Photoshop, duh. But... Everyone's like, there's no way that like, 
I, as a normal person with a normal size, like butt and boobs, nothing crazy, no work done. When I'm wearing that and everything's about to pop out at any second, but then Kylie with the biggest ass and the biggest titties on the planet is somehow walking around and wearing that. And there's no see through nothing when she's got triple the jugs I do. Literally my boobs could never, never. but she, and she's and, got, but her everything is ex, like exponentially just like huge. Yeah. And it's like, and you're wearing that. Right. Or are you swimming with stormy in the pool wearing that? Exactly. How? No. And that's what I'm saying where it's just like the swimsuit itself is so impractical, but if it's going to be impractical, at least make it some good ass quality. All right. Yeah. And, and that was her biggest thing of like always being like good quality, good stuff. Like she puts in all this time and research and the right. best of the best where I'm like, you've been planning this for a while, Kylie, I'm assuming. And you know, she revamped Kylie cosmetics with all vegan, all cruelty, like new right. formula, whole nine yards where I'm like. I would be thinking of looking at my line I'm about to put out. I'd be like, in one year, what are the changes you think I'm going to need to make? Right. Like, let's, I know it's hard to think about the future, but it's like, let's make them now. Are this, is the stitching right? Like, right. Cause everyone's going to be coming down your throat about it. Totally. And it's just like, you know, say it was just like a normal string bikini. It's like, I feel like people would have given that less flack than the fact that this is like the most cutout, see-through, intricate, just the whole nine yards where it's like, that would never be a pick for me. No. And the majority of people buying like her Kylie cosmetics, like lip liners and makeup stuff are like your average everyday girly, like me and you. That's yeah. just like, all right, I'm not trying to wear that crazy thing down to the pool. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Exactly. So maybe her next line will have some positive things to yeah, say. Yeah. And we'll see if she says anything about it, but I love that she's pregnant. We'll give her that. Stormy number two. Heck Can't yeah. Freaking wait. Kylie baby coming out soon. Yup. All right, Stitches, that is a wrap on this week's episode. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and go check us out on YouTube, Let's Gossip Podcast. Give us a like and a review there. Subscribe, please, 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 and let us know what you think. And we will see you, Snitches, next week for another gossip update. I don't feel like coming to the phone today. Uh, I wish you would just leave me alone. All right, sorry. Continue. Love it. Tasha and Caitlin for Michelle. Ooh. Yeah, mama. Okay. They win most couple, like, <laughs> fuck, I can't even do it. I'm laughing. <laughs>